welcome, welcome, welcome to Mint to Yay. be three. It's Esther, Kayla, and Melita. And um, what will we be talking about today, Esther? So today we're going to talk about something that popped up on French, well, African-speaking French Instagram a couple of days ago that Melita and I saw. And it was about uh, choosing a partner. Well, it was about career-driven female choosing a partner and having to choose between having someone who is emotionally stable and someone who is financially stable because the person didn't believe or didn't see how you could have both and still be an independent woman. And one of the main, I guess, arguments that Melida and I were be like, ooh, um, was one of those girls. She is a really nice, successful woman. She's getting her PhD. She's young and she's married. And she was talking about the fact that you basically have to erase yourself and you have to compromise yourself or not out here shutting all of their mm-hmm. accomplishments. But second of all, if I work hard for something and I want to share it, that's my fucking freedom. Like Exactly. When you I, if, you. They want, if they want to <laughs> shut it on top of their lungs, that's the freedom. But then she went on to say that a lot of people, a lot of her husband friends don't even know that she's getting a PhD and they are shocked about it and that her husband is often the one um, bragging about her. And that, I also have a problem with that because the fact that, that's great that her husband is proud of her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but that should mm-hmm. be normal. That shouldn't be something exactly that you mention as, oh, this is so great. He brags about me. And then like people are like, oh, that woman does that? Like what? Like I had a that's, problem with yeah. that. That's and just the perform- performative yeah. humility. Ex- exactly. Like that, thank you very much. That's the exact word. I felt like that has nothing to do with the actual issue. That's mm-hmm. just her compromising herself and erasing part of herself to please into a narrative. And that's fine if that's what she wants. That's her decision. Mm-hmm. But she shouldn't expect that from other women just because she wanted that or some might even say because she settled for that, but I don't know her relationship. Exactly. She seems really happy yeah. with her relationship. She does. <laughs> but she shouldn't, she shouldn't put that as an argument and she shouldn't encourage that on other women, I guess. In I my totally opinion, agree. Because your, your worth should not be defined by your relationship status and your yeah. worth should not change because of your relationship status. And those are the two things I have a lot of issue with. Now, the question of, choosing emotional stability or financial stability is still up in the air. <laughs> and I guess- we What do you get think, Esther? Would you, get would you rather- <laughs> Yeah, would rather you rather be- um, Would you guys rather be- uh, Would you girls, I guess. <laughs> but would you rather be crying <laughs> in the private jet and uh, or <laughs> be, I guess, be broke and have- no uh and just be emotionally stable but the thing is i'm not going to be broke that's the thing that's the first thing right the first thing okay is the the man is the man who might be broke it's not you but also i don't even like the fact that you have to choose because if you can't find someone who has both or at least has aspect of both then why would i settle and so 
I feel like that's that's where the problem erupts because a lot of women want something and they don't uh, and they're ready to settle for you know for whatever comes and that's where mm-hmm. you know the problem arises uh, because like I am willing to wait as long as <laughs> it takes like if I have to wait until I'm I don't know 30 40 uh, before finding the person <laughs> let's hope it's, it doesn't come to that but but like if I have to wait until then then I don't really care like I'm good on my own but like a lot of women are so scared or they, they seem to have that sort of deadline um, to like get some accomplishment or like public uh, public acceptance accomplishment mm, you know I'm, I'm getting yeah like I, I got the husband I got the job you know I got this I got the money I got the house I got all these things you know what do you got or like that that type of stuff and I'm just like listen I, I'm good on my own and if you come and you don't have all these things that I want then it's not gonna work out that's it that that's, well, that's that. the thing too though do you have all th- there was this argument also around mm-hmm. about women asking men things but they don't even have what the men want but they're expecting like they have a full list of what they want but are you matching the type of guy that is on your list which i also find is a do not have a list (laughs) um, i do not have a list either but a weird argument that i don't have oh you 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 have a list I mean, I think I have what my expectations are. um, Yeah. And I'm not willing to compromise on those expectations because when you do compromise, you always end up getting heartbroken. Hurt. Um, But I wouldn't say I have like a list. Like, you know, you'll know when you do. Like if that person fits the mold that you have in mind or even if that person doesn't fully fit it, and they're getting there they're working towards you know or aligning and you guys have like you're in alignment in terms of the the goals that you guys want to accomplish by yourselves Mm -hmm. and then together then that's great but I don't like I'm not gonna compromise on the things that I want like that's just and and, and it's bothersome because there's a lot of people that are like you know women have these set up expectations and they're like what mm-hmm. do you bring to the table and like oh, they, go, they, they throw, they throw that yeah like they throw it back at the women and be like well what do you bring to the table and it's just like women have worked right. really hard to get to where they are because of how much they bring to the table I'm not talking about bringing anything to the table I am the damn table exactly. like that's me exactly. I made it Thank I built Kayla. it so I bought it I bought it like (laughs) not even bought it I bought the materials and I built it myself so I'm always going to I'm always going to stick to what my expectations are like I'm not gonna compromise on those things and so that's why I always like some of y'all are really bold like yes there are some women that are like not where they need to be they're working toward they're working towards being where they need to be but they also have to deal with society's ideas of like where a woman should be at 
the timeline, you know, oh, by 25, you need to have been mm-hmm. married and have children. And by 30, you need to be slowing down. Like, you're just like, no, like everyone goes at their own pace. And I think like stability, both in terms of financial and emotional stability, that should be the goal regardless. And it should be the goal, not just for women, but also for men. You don't want to be in an emotionally stable, unstable relationship. Exactly. Like, it's like, if, if those are not your goals, then exactly like they only <laughs> have this doing? idea that, oh, women are the only ones that think about those things. And it's true, but it should also be men like, all right what are your expectations too? Like you're allowed to have expectations. And if you are saying like, oh, well, I'd rather be the breadwinner and her stay home. Like, okay, well, what does that mean emotionally for your relationship? Because there are going to be problems. Like, I mean, if you guys are are not, well, some women do want to be homemakers, but there's also this idea that comes with, oh, well, I'm the breadwinner and whatever I say goes. And there's a lot of people that do think that way. And I'm just like, all right, well, you also have to maintain the emotional aspect. It's not about money all the time. And for some people it is, but like specifically for me, like it's not enough for me to say that I need financial stability. I also want that emotional stability as well because it's not going to work personally for me if it's only one or the other and it's the same that goes away like oh emotional stability but I also need that financial stability too so I think the problem is a lot of people like to compromise and they like to sacrifice and I I personally will not like I'm not gonna do any of that and um I don't know that probably makes me sound like a bitch but like no I'm not not gonna compromise and I don't expect my partner to want to compromise either like if we are both happy where we are as individuals then we will be able to be happy in our relationship like I'm not responsible for him or like his happiness and he's not responsible for mine and that's Mm. how I think about it like, if I am not mm-hmm. happy already, then this relationship is not going to yeah. work. And it should be the this, same way for the man. Yeah. This girl <laughs> was saying also, from what you just said, and I find that really interesting, but she said before you actually want to settle with someone, both of you go to therapy. Like, it's really important to go to therapy on your own, but also as a unit, because people be bringing a lot of shit to the table and just expect you to carry it with them we're going to therapy i'm going on my own but mm-hmm. that also brings back the financial stability part because we better both be able to afford therapy because i am we gotta going work to, to your, your problem I and, have and, my own problem. and that's the thing too like yes there's nothing wrong with um you know me talking to my partner if i'm stressed about something but if it's something that's more deep and something that I just personally know that I can't, like that my partner is not going to be able to help me with, then I'm going to go to a therapy. And I think that's one of the main things that has helped me personally in Mm -hmm. terms of like, especially what I look for in terms of a relationship or a partnership. And Mm -hmm. even in terms of my friendships too, because friendships are relationships as well. 
if I'm not happy, I'm not going to expect my friends. I'm not going to expect you guys to make me happy. I need to be happy on my own so that like if push comes to shove, we could all come together and still talk about our stuff and still be happy. And that's also where friendships fall apart mm-hmm. as well. It's because yeah. we're expecting the friend to be like, well, this doesn't make me happy. You know, like they're not responsible for your happiness. You need to be happy on your own. And that's why you need to go to therapy. And I always stress, go to therapy individually because if you start off with group therapy, yeah. stuff is going to hit the fan real quick. You need to do it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say this right here, and it's a bit of shade throwing, but when we are talking about therapy, you are talking about licensed certified therapy. I'm not talking about no coach on Instagram giving you life advice. <laughs> because I've been seeing a lot of those on the internet. There's and a lot yeah, of you them. You can go to a coach if you want to, but also go to a certified therapist because the coach is still only giving you what you want to hear because you're paying them to give you what you want to hear and yeah. what they think Literally. is ideal because the coach also bring their own ideals <laughs> to the table sure and also remember a therapist could also be a coach as well like they're not there just solely to listen to your opinion like or listen oh, to I'm what you're going about, through i'm talking about like, a specific the, type of yeah. coach that we've seen on the rise on instagram Especially after the life coaches, the life coaches, (laughs) the the relationship coaches, all that. No, everybody wants to be a relationship coach, and you apply all the stuff. You you're applying all the things and all your ideals, and then you're wondering why your relationships are not working out. It's because you're not doing. You're not practicing what you preach. Like exactly, and honestly, yo. The way they're they'll be making money as well. Listen, maybe I might come up with my with my own program pretty soon. <laughs> Definitely. I was also so following that world conversation, there was another conversation that was about um arranged marriage and how more and more people are going back in a way to arranged marriage because they're seeing that love marriage is a scam. I agree, love marriage is a scam, <laughs> but um the idea of arranged marriage also, I guess, is also based on finance, right? Well, traditionally, mm-hmm. marriage was always based on finance. You marry into someone's family that you know will bring you more than what your family has. That was always the idea of marriage. And then a lot of people are saying, you know, the sugar baby, sugar daddy type of relationship, if the lead to marriage, it's kind of the they actually are upholding the principle of marriage because it's an exchange, right? It's a financial exchange. And that's what how marriage started. It started as a family and financial exchange. It was never a love exchange in a way. Um, so I, oh, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I know, I know Kayla doesn't, doesn't I like the marriage thing. I what a lot of Well, the think. legal reason part, it's Western. Yeah, the legal reason part is Western, but there have always been financial connotations for it. Oh, which makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we were just talking about coaching, right? And someone just sent me an Instagram post, and I could see the name of the coach I was referring to in my head. <laughs> Full circle life moment. Full circle. <laughs> but um, no, like I really do think, like I, I wouldn't say I have a problem per se 
Um, I don't like arranged marriage, but I understand it. And so that's kind of why um, when you do think about it, but again, also in arranged marriages, there's always going to be compromises because most of the time you don't even know the person that you're about to <laughs> marry. So um, you're, then, you're, you're you getting even, to know each other as you enter this union. And I think that's even also in love another. marriage, do you even know the person? Because people you don't know showing them. you what they want until you're married and you see who they are for real. You know? I know one mm-hmm. thing that my... Um, one thing my family has always said, or my grandma or and my mom, like they always say, like, if you really want to know a man or if you really want to know your partner, move in with them. And but then my grandma is like, but you shouldn't move in with them unless you're married. And I was like, that's a contradiction. Yeah. Like, what what do you want me to do? And oh my mom, my, my mom is heavily so what's on the solution. The, yeah, like my mom is heavily on the no. You need to move in with them and then see yeah. who they are and then decide whether or not you're going to marry them you don't, or not. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, too. The, you know, day and age, you don't necessarily have to fully move in with the person, but you have to have lived with the person outside of your guys' two days, holiday, once a month or twice a month. Because people are different. I know I'm different when I'm in a space I feel comfortable. This is a when I'm outside, like everyone is different. So I fully agree with that. Like you have to live with the person. And I know a lot of people disagree with that, especially in my household, for example. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people disagree with that. Like my cousin, one of my cousins, she didn't get engaged, but she had the first step as we call it. And I was like, oh, so you guys are not going to live together. And she was like, no, not until we're married. And I was just like, oh. Like, and then you want to be you surprised when you he ends up. <laughs> exactly. Right. You don't know how this man is going to be, like, when he's mad or when he wake up in the morning or all those things. Like, you don't know that. Like, I would rather live with you and know. And it's, it's also the it, reverse, it, too, for some women because you don't know how they're going to yeah. act. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. I'm a totally different person than I am. Like, if I'm living with you, I'm completely mm-hmm. different than if we're dating and we live in separate places. And like, you know, of course, like if I'm living with you, we see each other all the time. So like, I'm gonna want my personal space sometimes. And it's not like a slight on you or anything. It's just that's how I am. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I think also when you live with someone, you get to see if that dynamic is going to work in the long run. There are a lot of people that are like, mm-hmm. you know, I ended up living with my partner. I don't see us getting married, but I'm happy with where we are right now because they're like, we live yeah. together. We don't have that marriage title and we're fine. And so I think that's like, that's the problem. Yeah, even, with like such- with my, even with my yeah, grandma, people she have- was just like, you know, you shouldn't be living in sin and (laughs) not married and i'm just like but how am i supposed to know who he is if i don't live with him also rent is expensive this go back to finance again rent is too expensive to be dating someone and living in two different places i need someone (laughs) to split the rent with me uh absolutely so (laughs) in this economy and then i'm gonna throw it back too like even when you live when you live with friends when you mm-hmm. live with friends it's a different okay. dynamic 
And there are friends Ooh. that I know I can't live with, and I know there's friends that can't live with me. But we still cool. Mm. We still friends and we'll still be friends but we we just know that we can't live with each other because we don't have the same lifestyle mm-hmm. listen i can't okay. live with and my that's, family <laughs> that's something that's something you need to a lot of people can't live with their family past a certain age that that's well that's it's different life. like well i guess it's different for me because like i don't mind but like it's also mm-hmm. because like my family is now starting to understand my personality and why I am the way that I am certain times like mm-hmm. oh like if I'm like mm-hmm. if we're like partying and then all of a sudden like I like slip away and go and like try to like recharge because like mm-hmm. I have social anxiety and I don't like to be around crowds for a very long time yeah. and so mm-hmm. and and there are things that are starting to help me now where I can like stay extended amount of times around my family and it's not because I hate them or anything it's just because I need to recharge because the energy there's a lot more extroverts in my family than introverts <laughs> so they don't understand they're like why are you not why are you not engaging in all that and and that's how you start to realize that too and I think also you start to realize that if your partner is extremely extroverted and you're like, mm-hmm. I just want to stay inside. I don't, why do we have to go out? Yeah. Like, so, and like, I say this as someone that um, attracts extremely extroverted people, <laughs> including when it comes to my friend group. Yeah, yeah, most of my friends are extremely <laughs> extroverted, and I'm and everyone tries to understand why. And I'm like, I don't know, they're just like really attracted <laughs> to me. Like, they're like, Oh, she's quiet, she's gonna be my friend. And I'm like, I don't even like going out. <laughs> and so, I think that's also like something that I've started to realize too, because like, it, even in emotional stability, that's gonna there's mm-hmm. always gonna be that clash, and like as long as I have people that understand that yeah that helps a lot and it helps and that's the same thing for me too because I'm extremely extroverted but Mm -hmm. most of my friends are quite introvert too but the thing is I'm also an introvert so you're the one who's adopting all the introverts huh (laughs) I'm I'm also an introvert both of you are the living proof of what I'm saying (laughs) But I'm also an introvert when I'm by my own. Like people think because I'm extroverted, I like sharing my space, but I don't I don't even like sharing my bed. Like and every time my mom had to explain this to people, because you know, people be coming to the house and cousins be sleeping over and stuff like that. And when I say it, people take it the wrong way. And my mom had always had to be like, Oh yeah, you can stay here, but you're sleeping on a different bed because my daughter doesn't share her bed. I don't share my bed. And I feel like people don't understand that because that doesn't seem to match with my outside personality. You know what I mean? And so oh, yeah. I'm consistent. That, I'm introverted. Yeah, exactly. Public, like I'm and, not. And like, and even that too, like, even when I used to like, we we used to go out in um when we were living in the UK. And I was like, Esther would be like, let's go here. Let's go here. And I'm like, I just want to go home <laughs> and yeah. just be like Kayla get it together and I'm like I just I need to like recharge because there's just so like I'm very overwhelmed with a lot of stuff 
And so like, yeah, then when I came back and I started to realize like, oh, that's that's kind of why. And I'm just extremely introvert. I just like to be by myself. And like my mom and yeah. my sister are extremely extroverted mm-hmm. inside and out. So they're like, I don't understand why. <laughs> and my mom was like, I don't yeah. know how. she's like you're my only child that is just like this and she's like you know she's just trying to understand it a little better and yeah um and I was like it's not because I don't like being around you guys it's just I like being by myself more (laughs) and it's nothing against you guys it's just that's the way I am like I find peace when I am by myself and, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I think that's also what's hard when it comes to me being in a relationship too, because it's like some of the partners that I've had, they're just like, I don't know why you're like this. Like that one guy I was talking to, I don't like talking on the phone all the time. I don't like texting all the time. You ask mm-hmm. me what I'm doing every five minutes. I am doing the same <laughs> thing I did five minutes ago. Like it's what really up? annoying. <laughs> And it is annoying. A, a lot of but them are just see, like they're that, very extroverted. Yeah, like they're extremely extroverted. I was just like, no, I just don't that's like that. Extrover- being extroverted, like if you text me twice, what are you doing? Yeah, the same five. But like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to be delivered? No. You are being. You are getting blocked because. And I what? think. <laughs> and I think for You're me personally, blocked. like that's why I'm just like. You know, a lot of them, they're just like, I don't understand. Like, I like talking to the person that I'm talking to all the time. I want to know where what you're doing all the time. I want to see you all the time. And I'm like, I just, I don't. Like, I see you. I saw you last week. I think I'm good. <laughs> and that's just how I think I'm good. And so, like, that's also where I started to realize that I may, even though I don't like compromising, that's where I started to realize that I may have to like compromise a bit because I'm like, all right, if, this, if I really like this person, then I'm going to try mm, my hardest yeah. to like make yeah. the relationship work. But then when you make it, I, when you try to make it work and then they're like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. And then they ghost you and you're just like, all right, I'm done trying. This is why I don't <laughs> like doing the cycle no it's it but it's true like and I'm just like you know that's kind of where I think about emotional stability like it has to be consistent and you have to understand my personality like sometimes there are gonna be days where I don't want to talk at all and there's gonna be days where I have so much to say but you know as long as you understand that then we're good like it's not like I'm not gonna talk to you like if you have something to say every day go ahead text me will i answer back you better have That's, something to say yeah will this i answer back what are you doing no and so i think that's kind of where like i'm like if it's a discussion on a topic that i'm really interested in then yeah you're gonna have me engaged but it's one of those things where you gotta catch me in like the first five minutes for me to continue to engage and if it's boring mm-hmm. then i'm not gonna want to answer so yeah yeah um i it's, i just it's so funny yeah the message i receive right and it's still on the line of this but maybe that go ahead then i will i will say the story then we will talk about it wait what story go ahead first no i just wanted to say that it's it's like it's so different for me because 
I am a complete different person when I am out with someone that I'm comfortable with. It's like, I can be a full-blown extrovert outside. Like, you will not recognize me. That's true. You will not recognize me. Like, she was Um, a social butterfly. She was in every group. I was. And and that's why I didn't trust you in high school. I don't trust people that are in every group, don't have one... (laughs) or like two groups that I know are your stables you say well yeah I was I used to be a super extrovert super extroverted and then I don't know what happened I'm super I now I'm like really introverted but like what what Kayla was saying is really spot on because um when you don't have someone who understands the nuances that goes with Mm -hmm. your personality it's not gonna work because like you you need someone that understands that okay if she's in this social setting this is how she behaves if she's at mm-hmm. home this is how she behaves if she is with uh she's in public or she, if she's in pub uh if she's at work this is how she behaves if there's like a stranger that comes this is how she, you know all those different nuances that makes the person that makes you you if you don't have that one person that understands and accepts it and he, the person even asks you to compromise on certain things that uh, you need to do something different mm-hmm. or you need a different partner or just a whole new life <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw him away <laughs> where's the trash? <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah that, that's that's my take on the emotional yeah i definitely what did you want to say Esther, in the story so there's this this goes back to what we were talking about about being independent financially independent woman and being in a relationship right so this Mm -hmm. that her cousin just came to her about a problem he had with his fiance and basically he's saying that his fiance never asked him for money and that at the beginning of their relationship that was fine he was happy about the fact that she never asked him for money because he didn't like women that asked him for money now two years later complaining and saying, why does she never ask him for money? Because <gasps> I guess he feel invalidated in his manhood that he is not providing financial support. But you knew this at the beginning of the relationship and you were okay with that. Yeah, that's that's what Paola was like talking about uh, on her story one time. Yeah, so Paola... Yeah, so Paola Audrey is like this really... Uh, uh, how how would you qualify her? She's um uh she's not a journalist, but she's like this influent influential person, all things media and marketing and consulting and stuff, but in French speaking Africa, and she was saying that uh, that's the trap of the patriarchal. Wait, how do you say the yeah the patriarchal yeah the patriarchal trap? Wait, how do you say patriarchal uh, in English? <laughs> English is the <laughs> language of my ancestors. <laughs> but yeah, I Wait, how, you. Yeah, so that's what she was saying. It's like, yo, um, so many men, patriarchy, exactly. So, so many men are like trapped in this thing where mm-hmm. um, the patriarchy asked them to be the provider. And it basically ties their value to financial value Mm -hmm. and so when they're not able to do that when they're not able to fulfill that um sort of duty in quotes then all of a sudden they feel invalidated and then they lash out on the woman who is just doing (laughs) her thing right 
and especially in cases like this where you knew from the beginning exactly you were okay with it which is why i don't trust people because at the beginning of the relationship this went to her a world fiance a world fiance and now you have a problem with it but before that you're the one that claimed that that's the type of woman you like but now it's a problem yo there's so I also feel like he's not be gonna saved. be Hold that on. person just, is he's not gonna be okay yeah. with her being independent then like independent of it, him exactly and exactly. like that's big that's big to like one thing that I wanted um that I really noticed is the fact that some men they they tend to like project some illusions on uh, on what they want themselves so they're gonna mm-hmm. be like oh um listen, because I am this, you know, I am this man, I, you know, I make money, I also want the woman, uh, this type of woman to match me. But then, you know, because this is what is accepted, this is what is viewed, this is what is celebrated mm-hmm. in society. But then they're not that person, because what they want, truly, is the girl that says yes to everything he wants. And the girl that doesn't uh, challenge him, the girl that doesn't, you know, do her own thing. And she, the girl that's not independent and they they really have misplaced how do you say it misplaced priorities because what they're focused on is performing um they, this type of uh ex, how do you, how would you qualify it performing their um masculinity basically or their status as, exactly yeah, yeah open-mindedness that's that's the word like performing some kind of open-mindedness because you know this is what is celebrated this is what is accepted everywhere and i have such a problem with it's like say it with your chest it's like you you want a girl that that does that stays home and does her what you want you don't want like the the girl that you say that you want so i don't know necessarily not want someone that stays home but if he wants yeah and this is why communication also comes into place because why are you going to your cousin talking about this where you can just discuss this with your partner and be like hey you know i have yeah. a, i have mm-hmm. an issue i know i said at the beginning of this relationship that i was okay with you like taking charge of your finance but can we for example have a share account or can i take care of this for you like Talk about it because even if she wants to be fully independent, maybe she'll just appreciate, like, I don't know, you you pay the electricity and I pay the water, like something like like those are things that you have to talk about. And the fact before that before you get married. <laughs> and I think <laughs> like that also like goes back to the fact that like you like I I don't blame her because he set the precedent. He was like, okay, this is the norm. And that now you're mad that, that this exactly. is the norm. And you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, this is the type of woman that I want, but then get mad when Two she's being later. the what and yeah. She get mad that she is being Two the woman that you want. <laughs> like it doesn't work after, like that. After you become a world fiance, now you have a problem with that. Right. He, but you funny. can't get mad. And like <laughs> If she's like, no, I don't want a joint bank account. I don't want this. I don't. You can't get mad because that's how you, that's, that you set okay. that precedent. Perfect. You set it. You set mm-hmm. it the minute you started that relationship. So you have to deal with you your consequences. Like, mm-hmm. you got to deal with the I consequences. Think this, 
I think this also really introduced our next episode because we are going to talk about those important things that you want and have to talk about before you get engaged and before you get married. And finance is a huge one. But people don't yeah. think about certain aspect of finance even, you know, they just feel like, oh, can we have a roof over our head? Yeah. Can we have water? Yeah. Can we? Have... But that's not it. There's just so many mm-hmm. other things that goes into it too. And then when kids are involved, there's a Ooh, whole different It's other a whole game. different game. You can't yeah. just, it can't just be, you know, one parent taking care of everything while the other parent is just like, I'm worrying about this. Like, no, it has to be a shared, like, that's also where financial stability comes into play. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's also, you know, that's for part two of this episode, because there's just so much things that we could talk about when it comes to financial stability. But I definitely think, in my opinion, I think it's important to have both emotional and financial stability. It's you, it's not that well. it's not you have one and not the other. And if that's how you think, then your relationships are never going to work. So, um, and <laughs> I don't really? listen. I don't listen to any life coaches that say choose one or the <laughs> other. I don't do that. I I, I am not compromising. <laughs> so there's that. There are things that you can compromise on that are small and they probably won't agitate the relationship. But when it comes to emotional and financial stability, those are things I you shouldn't compromise on. Like mm-hmm. it has to be straight up what both of you want. And if you guys are in alignment on those two things, then the relationship will work. That's it. But yeah, Kayla perfectly like summarized it for me, honestly. Um and yeah, I guess I don't even have anything to add, really, because <laughs> she said it. She she said everything <laughs> because people have so many. They they mix everything up, and and this this is just it's clear for me. If you don't have if the the both both of these things are not your goal, and you're trying to only set yourself on one thing, then yeah. <laughs> the door is the door is open <laughs> yeah absolutely yes we will continue this conversation next week right next, next week. week and it was really glad wait what it was really good <laughs> having the the intro discussion to part two or uh, the intro discussion to emotional and financial stability so mm-hmm. um it's been great um ph1 college girl you know <laughs> uh <laughs> And How long are you gonna say that? Until he <laughs> until he holler at her. <laughs> until he hollers at me. Um, and I, I got I, ca- I got ca- yeah, and I got caco talk. So seriously, holler at me. We should set that up <laughs> for our um podcast listeners, like a group chat where they can. Come what is my name? <laughs> and we can talk. You know, so be on the lookout for that, guys. And then we can like, you know, you guys can have like weekly discussions or you can even um, suggest what you want to hear next on the podcast. But um, for me, but I I trust you with it. Um, But (laughs) until next time, it was Kayla, Melita and Esther. So bye. Bye. Bye.